out on a bit of an adventure episode today. Thought I'd change my environment, clear, uh, clear my perspective, and record this on the road. Don't really have an aim to where I'm walking. I do know I'm walking around in Fremantle, around the suburbs of Fremantle. It's a beautifully crisp, sunny afternoon and uh, there's not a cloud in the sky, the sun is shining and here we are just going for a little walksie. I'm gonna try and stay away from the really loud roads, that won't be nice for any of our ears. There are a few big roads around in this area so that's a little bit of a, a challenge for me to navigate through the streets keeping it fairly quiet while still visiting some interesting places along the way. Recently I've been thinking about why, why we get stuck from taking action for ourselves, action that is really going to help us move forward in life, uh, the action that could be considered the next big step. So an example of this could be uh, deciding to start a course at uni or even online, just deciding to start a course, uh, starting or ending a relationship, moving city, moving house, even moving out of home. You know, you may be at that stage where you're ready for your own space and it's a big step. If you haven't gone through it before, it's a big step. Just getting the courage to organize yourself emotionally and mentally to come and and, um, and move out of home. And I wanted to share a few of the things that I remind myself of. Not always, I do forget these from time to time. I guess that's why they're called, called reminders. These are the things that have helped make it easier for me to take action, progressive action on the next, the next project or the next thing, the next move. I'm, I'm wanting to take for myself and not getting stuck in stagnation, that place where we're not taking any action for ourselves and could be looping through all these what ifs, what if that happens, what if this happens, a lot of fear and just, just remaining stuck with where we are. There's a learner motorcyclist and they just did a big skid on the road. I think that was part of the part of the lesson. Looks like fun. So this is quite a relevant topic for me actually, stepping out of stagnation. I'm right now in the process of looking at how to expand Bees for Being and really put myself out there sharing my story and 
it's a scary thing. It's a really scary thing because I've never done it on this scale before and I don't know how people are going to react to me. So there are a lot of uh, what-if thoughts about what might happen when I put myself in front of other people and say, hey, my name's Ben and this is what I do. This is what I'm passionate about. And I'm afraid that people will just shut that down or blow it aside or just not find it interesting. And that's fine. Not everything everyone does is going to be interesting to everyone else. I totally know that, but I guess it's a fear of not being accepted, of putting myself out there and just being shut down. So this episode is very timely for me as well. And I've just sat down and gone through some of the most helpful um, reminders. I'm calling them actionable reminders. I've got five of them for you today. And so these are all, these are five things that you can actually take some action on, whether it's active or passive action. They will all help us to relieve any pressure that we're putting on ourselves to, to take action get clear on what it is we're trying to achieve and also get become clear of the fears that are there and, and what we're actually afraid of so we can begin to move through those. Also a part of this is an acknowledgement of all the past achievements that we've, we've come through, all the successes and all the stressful times in order to see that we are very capable of dealing with tough situations and coming through the other side in one piece. We've done that multiple times in our lives. So I put a lot of pressure on myself usually to keep growing and to keep keep learning and to sort of keep pushing my my comfort zones and my boundaries. And this doesn't always come from such a compassionate place. It's getting a little bit windy. Hopefully that's not making the audio clip too bad. I think right now I'd just like to acknowledge that I am a bit nervous. I mean, this happens every week. This isn't a new thing. You've heard me say it before, but it does happen every week in its own way. And I always find just acknowledging that lets me move through it and uh, relax into the moment where I can share a bit more freely and leave a little bit more space between my my thoughts and, and words. So just want to acknowledge that I am feeling nervous. This is something I'm passionate in. I am putting myself out there every week. And I don't I really like I have received positive feedback but mostly from family and friends, so maybe they're just being nice. <laughs> so there is that fear there of of not being accepted by the, the larger whole. So as I was saying, like I often am putting pressure on myself to, to take that next big step. Uh, but it can often, this pressure can often result in me feeling really stressed. And all that's happening is I've got expectations 
for myself to live up to and I've put them on myself but if once I remove those expectations that pressure and that stress goes away and there's no other person wanting me to quickly you know for, for example to move out of home I remember a time when I was looking for another place to live uh, moving out of the family home and I f was clearly uncomfortable about this this new this next big step and I, I kept searching online for, for you know rentals and places to live and I was putting pressure on myself to move out by a certain date and that date would come closer and I'd get even more stressed and there was something else going on um, but the point is I was putting this pressure on myself unnecessarily so the reminder here is we don't need to do anything we don't need to do anything we don't want to and that if there's pressure there it usually means we're placing expectations on ourselves and usually they are artificial like we've created them and um, that's why they're there but they don't actually serve a larger purpose uh, and usually stem from our deeper beliefs about how we should how we should uh, how we should be when, when this pressure is on it's impossible to think clearly and take progressive action and feel relaxed about the actions you, that you're taking so I've included this as the first actionable reminder because if there's pressure there, if you're putting pressure on yourself to take that next step, it can really affect the action that you do take and lead to you burning out or feeling completely stressed and that can result in arguments or fights with the people around you and it's just not, not so nice. So there is nothing that we are obliged to do. The, the next step that we want to take, we're not obligated to do it. It's a choice that we can either make or not. We always have the, cho the choice to say, yes, I'm doing this, or no, it's not the right time. I remember when a friend first told me that, he said, you know, we don't have to do anything. At first I didn't even understand, I was like, what do you mean we don't have to do anything? Well, of course, we have, we have to be doing something, like working or... And he's like, no, it's all a choice. And you can choose what you are doing. And you can choose what you are not doing. And really that is a choice, but often we, do, we forget we have that choice. Because we place these, these expectations in ourselves, maybe they've come from come originally from our parents saying that we should be like this or like that or we should always be uh, working or like always have a job or always be studying and so we we continue these expectations we perpetuate these expectations um, and continue to live up to them but they don't always uh, help us. So anyway, I think I think that's enough on the first actionable reminder. I think you get the point on that one. We don't have to do anything. 
we're not obliged to do anything. Now, number two is also like a, it's like a preliminary step to taking action on your next big step. I'm about to come up to a pretty big road, so I might wait until I've passed that to continue. But just as a teaser, just like I've done today, I've taken myself out into a new environment. I've changed the routine of recording a podcast at a desk with a microphone in front of me. I've changed the environment, so my perspective has also changed. I've never walked these streets before. And noisy road time. So by changing my environment, I'm also changing my whole perspective. And this helps me to see what I'm going through from a different perspective and become clearer on what are the pieces I'm dealing with right now, whether those are blocks, things, things that are stopping me from doing what I want to do, or just to get a clearer understanding of what are the pieces I'm working with. Your situation will be unique to you, but there's a few things that have helped me consistently and have to do with changing my environment. And some of them are quite fun, so they can be a good excuse just to go out and try something different. So one of the ways I have changed my environment in the past, and this really helps when I realize that, well, I just don't feel so clear in my head about what I'm trying to achieve. One of the first things I'll do is reorganize my whole room. I'll reorganize my whole bedroom and workspace. Now this can take a little bit of time if you have a lot of things around, but some of the, the areas to focus on would be the bed and your desk if it's, if it's in your room or a wardrobe or a bedside table. Just shuffle them around so that they're in a new configuration and it's really incredible what happens when you do that, when you just change the, the flow of your living space. It something happens where you start it's like you come into a fresher space or something that's changed a bit and it can help us see things that we didn't before another one I like <laughs> to have fun with is um, so obviously we brush our teeth every night before going to bed and sometimes if and sometimes in the morning if you're a, if you are someone who brushes your teeth twice a day I do recommend that I'm not a dentist, but I think that comes recommended. I'll brush my teeth in a different corner of the bathroom or just any different <laughs> perspective. So I could even like just sit in the bath, stand in the shower, sit on the like the the sink bench top. You can sit on that and face the door. Anything that differs from the usual place you stand. Um, and it's, it's just a fun way of seeing things a bit differently. Walking a different way to work, that's a huge one. Often we get into these routines where we just, we just accept that we do the same thing day, day in and day out. 
and really that's not so true we we feel that way because we do things the same way so if you do walk to work or maybe you catch the bus to work get on a different bus really mix it up make sure you're still going to the, the same general location but just get on a different bus and just see who's on that bus and it's amazing how much it changes your your view on routine and and you start seeing your own life with fresher eyes with different with a different perspective so that's quite helpful to identifying the um, just the situation you're in right now so really this is aimed at at refreshing your environment so you can see things more clearly and this is a huge part of being able to take action on the next big thing for you what is that next big action and why what is your intention for doing so without being clear on it and knowing why you want to achieve that it's really easy to become really unfocused and not even know what you're doing what you're striving for why so one of the ways I like to get a bit clearer on this is by writing. And I've mentioned writing so many times um, on the site and it's just such a huge tool. It has multiple applications that, yeah, just writing is this, this space that you can come into and just begin writing down your thoughts and your feelings. And in this case, just write about what you feel you want to achieve and just keep writing about it and asking yourself why okay why is it I want to achieve that and after every why question usually there'll be some more words to write and you write those words down so it's like why do I want to start this uni degree or why do I want to move out or why do I want to buy a car and then write it down what are your motivations for doing that and by just through this process of writing you become clearer and clearer on what it is you're trying to achieve and with more clarity on what you're trying to achieve it makes you understand crazy little dogs barking out of windows um, with more clarity on what what you what it is you want to achieve it's easier to know what that next step is to take you there and I'll talk a little bit later about breaking the big step down into smaller actionable steps but for now just having that clarity on what it is you are trying to achieve and why makes it so much easier to see where you're going um, and another point is becoming clearer on what it is you're trying to achieve you may also uncover that you're trying to achieve multiple things at once, like multiple big steps at once. That, that's what you're trying to achieve. And if that's the case, you can use, again, the writing just to become clear on which is the most important step you want to take next, which is the first step you want to focus on, because it's almost impossible to, to tackle multiple big steps at once. And I, it's just so much harder to, okay, noisy road time. 
just because we become clearer on what it is we're trying to achieve and why doesn't mean that our fear is going to go away about about actually taking action on the on that thing so one of the things i like to remind myself of is of all the past achievements this is i remind myself of this because it helps it helps me see it helps me know that i'm capable of of any situation that's thrown at me because if i look back at the past all the past achievements and all the past successes i've had and also the very stressful times i've come through like being at school like high school is often a really really tough confusing just shitty time for a lot of people and simply being able to come through that in one piece is a huge achievement so re- reminding myself of that seeing what i've come through in the past helps me to relieve some of that fear about the unknown like what's going to happen when i take this step what's going to happen if i make this move to a new city or what's going to happen when i start studying this new course or end this relationship or start this relationship you know these are all huge things to go through and it's natural for us to fear the unknown what's going to happen next but knowing that we can handle anything any situation that that is presented to us and we know that because we've come through tough situations in the past so a good way to do that again is through writing just write down some of the most stressful situations you've been in just one write down one of the most stressful situations you've been in just to see how you came through that and to show yourself that yeah you can come through anything if you got through that you can do this next step even though you don't know what's going to happen just like you didn't know what was going to happen when the other tough situation came up in the past somehow you were able to deal with it and it's just a moment by moment thing you're in that moment it's come up you deal with it you take care of yourself so knowing that makes it so much easier to to um step out of this stagnation and take action anyway because yeah we're afraid but we know we can do it the next big step in your life the next big step in my life can't be achieved uh if if we're going to look at the end result and we're like okay let's do it it's like looking at the top of a mountain and just starting to walk and not really knowing the trail or having supplies or knowing where we're going to stop along the way so we need to break the break the journey down into smaller steps by doing that it makes it much easier to take action on the big step every day and we're moving closer and closer to it every day and but we're not being overwhelmed by the whole weight of it you know I'm saying okay I have to I have to get an awesome grade in this class I have to get an awesome grade in this class and I'm just hoping that it happens and I'm trying a bit harder studying a little bit longer but it's not a really focused effort and I, and I there's much less of a chance that I'll get a good grade in that class than if I stop and look at what is going to help me actually achieve that 
So one of those things might be, you know, if it's a maths class, then I might have a task that's in there that says, do three additional exercises this week on algebra. And so now I know that there's, has, you know, I'm going to do three additional exercises a week and now I can say, okay, on Monday I'll do one of those, on Wednesday I'll do one of those, and on Friday I'll do one of those. So it's much more manageable. So we have an actionable step with a defined task and a, defi and a defined time to complete it by. So it's not just do three extra algebra problems a week. We actually have to schedule that time and set those as reminders. It's because of this uh, specific action that it's easier to take action on that one step. Now, I've definitely found that I've set myself these easy steps these t to take, the, the little steps, and even so, I found them incredibly hard to complete. And I'm like, what's going on here? Why? This, this should be easy. I just have to send this email to a person, and this task would be done. And what I found was that I was having a hard time because that email to that person triggered some fear within me. Maybe a fear of not being good enough or a fear of failure or any kind of fear. And I was noticing that I was procrastinating from sending that email and everything just became really, really hard. I'm like, okay, I've set this task for myself three days in a row now and every day I haven't been able to do it. What's going on? So if there is procrastination there, use the writing to explore that fear a bit more. So just be like, write down what, what, what am I trying to do and how have I felt? So maybe I should talk about procrastination in another episode because it's a really, uh, it can be a really uh, useful tool to uncovering our deeper fears and then we can begin to heal them. So definitely keep that in mind if you are having trouble taking action on on any step in the process now there's a few little other reminders that came to me while I was while I was writing some notes for this week's episode I was having a really hard time um, deciding whether I wanted to travel for two months or not and it was the first big travels that I'd embarked on upon myself. And all these, what if this happens, what if that happens, all these fearful thoughts were, were going on in my head. And one of the things that really helped me, <laughs> and in retrospect, it only helped me once I'd gone through that experience, but I can share it with you retrospectively because it's helped me in, uh, helped me in other areas of my life, my life as well. So I went out and traveled and I was afraid that, you know, that I'd be alone and because I was traveling by myself and I thought, okay, if I'm traveling by myself, I'll always be alone wherever I go. And if I'm in a tough situation, I'll just have to deal with it somehow myself. And, and I just found that that was not true. That if I needed to work something out, that there was always someone there to help me. Even if they were a stranger on the street, I could always go and ask them, hey, where's where's this or where's that or hey I'm completely lost can you help me here and every single time I would be helped and it just let me know that wherever I go 
I'm not alone in this world. I'm not alone in this world and that there's always people there to help you. Friends and family, of course, but even in environments where they're not there, there's always people to be help, to help you and to connect with and to hang out with. So that reminder has really helped me in other areas of my life. Um, just, I guess it's a trust. It's a trust in the goodness of people. We can always change our mind. We always have the ability to change our mind. And in fact, it's just a natural part of being human that we're not always going to make the right choice for ourselves and others the first time. So if we do make a choice, if we do, do take a big step and realize, oh, no, this is not what I want or this isn't good for me, we can always change our mind and come home or take a new action which makes things easier for us. So we always have that choice. It's not like we, may, we take this big action. I seem to be talking about traveling a lot because it's quite relevant and it's an easy example to use. Oh no, I've come to a really busy road. I'm going to walk down this alleyway. Yeah, we always have that choice to change our minds. It's, yeah, we, it's not that we make the choice to move out of home and then that's it. It's locked in. Forever permanent, forever irreversible. It's just not true. If we're having a hard time, we're like, hey, it's not working out. I need to move back or I need to move somewhere else. And we can move out of there. It's always, always, we always have that ability. So just for me, that just reduces so much pressure and so much stress on a single decision, you know, to, to take this action. It's like, cool, let's just do this. Let's just try it out. I know everything I do about this situation. I've informed myself as much as I can. And now all that I need to do is act, take that action and see what happens. And if it's great, great. If it's not working out so great, let's change it. We can always do that. So that's helped me so much. And the last reminder I'll leave you with is life moves at the pace we want it to. So if we want, if we want to have a lot of experiences really fast, then that is what's gonna happen. But if we choose a slower path, and we, we just slow things down with the actions that we take, the places we go, and that will dictate the pace at which we experience life. There's no right or wrong speed to do life. It's the speed at which you're comfortable. That's the speed which is the right speed for you. Busy, busy road. So let's see if I can wrap this episode up without too much traffic noise. Hopefully some of these reminders have given you some food for thought on your own process, on the next big action that you'd want to take in your life, whatever it may be. Um, I know it, it's, a, it's a huge part of life, part of growth and development and self-expansion and so I just thought I'd offer this these reminders today in order to in order to um, ease that process a bit and allow us all to take more action on the bigger steps in our lives the, the things that are really gonna bring more fulfillment and happiness to us because they're things that we want 
the things that we genuinely want for ourselves. Now, if, if anything of what I've said has provoked some thoughts for you and you'd like some more answers, please do not hesitate to contact me through the website, beesforbeing slash contact. If there are any topics that you guys would like to hear about or issues that you're struggling with, please just send them through to me and I'll prepare an episode just for you. Seriously, send me a question and I'll prepare an episode all about it. Next week is going to be my week off, so if you don't hear from me, you'll know that I haven't fallen down a big hole, but I'm just taking a break. Actually, there's a lot to get done in that break, so I'll be working on improving the website and making it easier for people to understand everything that's going on there and be able to follow my journey more easily. And really this, yeah, this is, this is where it's at. I'm deciding to share more from my journey, talk about more personal stories and my experiences in order to help you on yours, in order to help you on your journey. So it's really helpful to hear from you, hear directly from you about what you'd like to hear about, what you're struggling with, so we can help each other here. So, yeah, I say so a lot, but... So what? What a nice way to end this episode, just walking through a a remote neighborhood park. Lots of trees and birds. And also lots of people wondering why I'm holding a furry microphone. Actually, it looks more like a furry gun, so maybe that's why they're concerned. I'll have a new episode for you after I'm back from break. Take it easy.